Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Gonzalez. Welcome to Get Heavy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is. A uh, quick couple things before we get started. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash getheavypodcast. $1 a month gets you in the door. Early access to episodes and bonus content. Rate, subscribe, follow, and review the podcast on all audio outlets. Uh, it really does help. Check out the YouTube. Hit that notifications bell, subscribe button. Doesn't mean shit to you, but it means a lot to me. And check out the merch, localshop.com slash goodheavypodcast. We've got new merch dropping soon. I appreciate everyone that supported so far. Also, go ahead and give us a call on the Get Heavy hotline, 805-666-2314. And uh, you can leave your weird story, message, answer the question of the week, uh, rates, reviews, fucked up shit, send your memes, texts, voicemails, whatever you want. Uh, know that it will maybe used on the podcast if it is good. Having said all that, enjoy the episode. All right. Fuck yeah. Panoramic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You've been fucking, you've been hitting the gym hard, bro. Yeah, me and the wife. I know, man. Carrie's out there fucking uh, winning competitions, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's badass. When did you start? You started doing that during the pandemic? Yeah, she did it actually like a few months before me. I forget how long exactly, but I just got tired of her coming home, like getting all these games. I'm like laying in bed, smoking weed, like all lazy as fuck. <laughs> totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I've been doing it for, was it 18 months so far? Yeah. How do you feel? You feel much stronger, like much healthier or what? Uh, Yeah, yeah, much stronger for sure. That's Definitely. Cool. Have you lost weight and saw that doing it? Uh, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's weird. You know, the muscle thing is you're trying to lose weight and then you end up, you know, gain, gaining muscle, you know what I mean? So you're like, fuck, dude. I remember I was working out real hard for like months, dude, and I wasn't losing any weight. I was looking much slimmer, you know what I mean? But I like weight, you know, you kept getting on the scale and I'm like, how the fuck is this happening? And then I, someone <laughs> broke it down to me because I'm an idiot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm a yeah. sucker for like junk food, dude. It's, you know, yeah. Always on a budget. There's always fast food around. So yeah, man. <laughs> yeah so where you you live in uh where we're out in la torrance the west side torrance. of uh, okay. los angeles i'm in between um redondo beach and carson 15 minutes away from long beach yeah yeah and you've been out there for years at this point 10 years yeah that's amazing man so i guess i'm a legitimate resident i know man that's fucking <laughs> fucking souther dude how dare oh, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get harassed people harassing you over here or what uh, not over here, actually. Like, I mean, a I lot mean, of my Ventura friends, people, the Oxnard guys, oh, were harassing me. They they used to when I first when I first moved out here. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are, you, what are you gonna do? I honestly like spend most of my time out there anyway. You know, I'm I know always, you're fucking you know, here a lot, dude. And I'm always wondering, like, what the fuck, man? Like, I mean, it's, I, it's my it's home. Hard, it's my, it is your it's home. home. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's hard to you know? escape. You know. What do they say? Uh, you can move out of Oxnard, but you can never take the Oxnard out of me. So. That's right. <laughs> the land of no toilets. <laughs> Hell yeah! Carry that shit into Torrance, dude. <laughs> how is the scene out there compared to Oxnard? I mean, is it, you know, not, I mean, is it comparable? Is it, there seems to be shit going on. I mean, obviously the uh, pandemic shut everything down, but the, the South Bay, I mean, there's like a few punkers, but like, um, 
And when I do go out, it's it's always the Long, Long Beach. Is know? that what it is? That's where this. Yeah, or like or like downtown LA. And I'm usually like either or. I don't spend much time like in you know in the South Bay, South Bay. It's yeah. A lot of surf Nazis and shit, man. They suck. They're still <laughs> around, huh? Oh, dude, like hardcore. They're like surf Nazis, but like um, Circle One and Black Flag tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a it's like a um, a, you know, Ventura is notorious for guys with Martinez tattooed on their back, and then also SS bolts. Right, and like, they're like dating okay. a Hispanic woman, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Their kids are half Mexican or mostly yeah. Mexican, you know. And you're like, really? Okay, skinhead, huh? Trip out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty lame in Hermosa. I never go down there. Like, no. like on the promenade or the boardwalk is just fucking full of douchebags. <laughs> oh, I bet, man. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. You know, they're like they're like the Texas of fucking the L.A. County, dude. Absolutely, yeah. man. For yeah, sure. it's fucking Trump City down there. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to, uh, I was wondering, like, you know, fuck, man. I mean, you're downtown in LA a lot. How's that home? Do you see the, the homeless shit down there a lot? Or, I mean, it's, it's fucking, gnarly. last time I went through there, I was shocked, bro. Yeah, I mean, and I'm used to seeing like... some gnarly shit, but I was, I was there with my kids. We did that, uh, Stranger Things drive through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was really cool, but I, That's we were cool. driving through straight up homeless encampments in the street, like around tents and shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I've been for 10 years. Like, 10 years ago, it was, of course, it was bad. But, like, now it's just fucking flooding just on the outskirts of, like, town, you know, like, all over the place, man. But uh, I trip out on some of, like, you know, some of these creative, uh, you know, people. Like, they, like, have, like, tree houses and shit, dude. Like, like well-built. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, they have, like, electricity. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Pulling it off the poles and shit. They're the ones that, like, actually give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> yeah well i mean i'm all for you know what i mean making your own and all that but you know it does it does get to the point where you're like this is fucking crazy man like i don't I know man I, I mean i feel bad that's you know it's, what, what are you gonna do though man you know you haven't lost your compassion for him yet huh not at all man you know i i give everyone the benefit of the doubt and i always like i believe in hope you know i always hope there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel you know yeah well that's nice of you once you give up hope i mean you kind of just you know, there's no reason to live really <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hoping that this place will pull itself together. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say because as a guy with kids now, it's like I used to be the most compassionate human, and now I'm like, get the fuck away from me, man. You know, like especially <laughs> if I got my kids with me, like I got people fucking walking up and saying shit to me or whatever. You know, you just right. don't know, man. Like you hear these stories, you know, and Ventura alone fucking someone getting stabbed in the neck at aloha while they're eating with her family and you know what i mean it was like that was a while right. ago now but shit like that happens now everywhere you know people are getting robbed I feel on like the fucking streets i feel like it's almost like the 90s all over again dude like it a does lot of feel crimes like that. coming back dude the murders and shit and yeah just gotta watch your back you know yeah i mean and i think punks are so well equipped to deal with that shit you know what i mean like we know i was uh, talking to a guy last night on a, on a podcast where i was doing and you know, he's, he's from fucking gang life, prison, all that shit. And we were talking about the difference of like someone who like grew up, like how we grew up kind of, I don't, you know, I would assume you, I don't know much about your past, but, um, you know, you can walk into a situation and, and know like, this feels wrong, dude. Like this feels bad. This is fucking something. This guy's weird. You know what I mean? Like we're Absolutely. more acutely aware of these things, I think, than oh, totally. a lot of norms. You know what I mean? The civilians. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and not being fucking learning how to not get stabbed at a show, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, oh, yeah. I or mean, not they, to stand. Of course, everyone wants to go in a place where it's safe, but also, you know, I mean, you gotta 
have that intuitive, intuitive, um, you know, like kind of, kind of read people and kind of uh, get a feel and the vibe for things. That's yeah. that's why I like coming out to Ventura County for shows because like I know everyone there and I know it's going right. to be an awesome fucking time and an awesome show and I have to worry about shit. But uh, right. sometimes I go to like shows out here, like backyard gigs and stuff. I see like so much violence, dude. It's like, yeah, it's a know? big difference, right? Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Because I, I mean, I've always said that Ventura and Oxnard is like a such a special fucking community, dude. Like, you totally. can do a show of five hundred people, and there won't be one single problem. You know no, what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. And but it's like you go to a show of five hundred people in L.A. And it doesn't matter almost where you are. There's going to be something. You know what I mean? Yeah, Maybe it's just... Expect some shit to pop off. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking crazy. It's such a unique thing out here. You know what I mean? I don't know. I've, and I've it's, been all over the country, and I've I've never experienced that anywhere else. You know what I mean? Same. No, absolutely. Same, dude. Uh, craziest places I've been was, like, New York and L.A. I mean, they're, they're neck and, you know, from coast to coast. Yeah. But uh, anywhere in between is super mellow. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I've been in some bad neighborhoods in Philly and Detroit and fucking. Some, oh, know, man, I remember like when last party was on tour, uh, our U.S. tour, we played Philadelphia and we hung out with uh, Jimmy Rose at his place. Um, That yeah. was uh, that was crazy, man. He lived in the, <laughs> he definitely lived in a neighborhood, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was it one of the we went to a neighborhood. We played a house show in Philly and they were like the guys at the house. It was like they they were like the only punks that live in this area. And the guy, like, is all he broke it down. He's all, listen to me. Do not walk left. Don't fucking <laughs> walk left. He's all, you can walk to the right to the liquor store and back. That's our path. We don't, we don't go left. You will fucking get killed. Right. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. And you're like, and if they're telling you that and they fucking live there, you know, it's fucking bad. You know what I mean? Actually, like one time when me and Carrie went to Riot Fest in Chicago, it was at Douglas Park where like, they have it now. Um, mm-hmm. It's like not in the best of neighborhood either. Like, uh, as soon as the festival is over, there's like a bazillion Ubers there picking everybody up. Yeah. You never see anyone leave like the premises. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember like, we're kind of like buzz. We're walking down the street and we're asking like some locals. We're like, yeah, um, is there like a local bar we can cruise around, around here? They're like, nah, man. No, no. Like, not you for go, you, like, buddy. Downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Get your <laughs> ass out of here. Yeah, so Chicago don't play, dude. All, yeah, though, especially you. You're a big guy. They're going to want to fuck with you real quick <laughs> yeah. first. You know? It is It is <laughs> the problem of being the big guy, too. They always want to fuck with you, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm lucky enough to be – I'm short. I'm short, but I'm big. <laughs> And I tend to, I, I see that shit and I try to get a mile away from it. You know what I mean? My, oh, totally. you know, my days of fucking scrapping are far long gone, you know? But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, you know, when you get into some of those neighborhoods, man, you're, you just start to trip. And, you know, and I, I've always said that punks are the greatest gentrifiers of all time. You know, we're fucking, we move into every <laughs> bad neighborhood and make it okay. Oh, totally. Make yeah, it yeah. okay for the man buns and the fucking artisanal coffee shops to move in. You know? like, totally. It's like and we're like, fighting the system, but we're also creating the system at the same time. No, you're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and that's funny to say that because when, like, when I was living with Brady and Ryan, like the last party house in El Rio, we, mm-hmm. we used to throw shows at the Buckhorn, that fucking local bar next door. Right. And it was like, dude, it was sketchy, like 90% of the time, dude, seriously. Totally, yeah. And, uh, but it's strength like, in numbers, right? I mean, yeah, man. Well, I mean, like drunk essays will be banging on our door and shit, asking for cigarettes, or like, you know, they're gonna beat us. <laughs> yeah, man. But I mean, yeah, we became friends with them, and like, they like liked us, and we like, you know, we threw cool parties and shit, and and shows at their like little local, you know, dive bar. See, but that's where it starts, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
the homies get used to you guys and then they start seeing some other guys that like you know what i mean start to move in and are like nice you know what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I- won't try to kill you you know Brady and Ryan got it the worst because I mean I grew up in Rio, so I already knew like most of these guys and shit. Yeah. And um, but they're new, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, who are, who, like who's your friends? Yeah, <laughs> that's how it was so, for like, me in Montalvo. You know what I mean? Which Montalvo is not the most dangerous fucking neighborhood on earth, but it is a couple blocks of fucking. There's some guys that get busy over there, dude. And and I grew up back there. You know what I mean? So like I didn't have a problem with any of the old school homies or anything like that. But when we had taken over that. Do you, were you around when we took over that cul-de-sac? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, was around back I didn't. Yeah, you were around, but um, there was like seven apartments of our friends on the one fucking street, dude, and it was like they had no idea what was going on. But the people in the neighborhood, they were tripping, dude. And it was like, <laughs> it, you know, and then our friends were getting fucked with and punked, and you know what I mean. And but they never fucked with me because I grew up back there. I'm like, hey man, I'm I'll go fucking talk to Tony. How's that? You know, they're all what, dude? Like, how do you? You know, I'm like, dude, I grew up back here, bro. You know, so they didn't fuck with me too much, but yeah, it's good to know somebody, at least somebody. It is, know. man. You know, and you just got to know how to operate in these in these places. You know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's about knowing where you're going. You know, right. And plus, you don't want to like, you know, let them punk you or like make you look like a bitch. You know, like yeah. Or also walk all over you, yeah, just like anywhere yeah. else, man. As soon as it starts, <laughs> once, dude. We had to. Uh, I remember one time we were uh, <laughs> we were like. <laughs> I was, uh, we were chilling at the house and there's, you know, it was, it goes in waves, right? So it's like summers, they're all out there fucking tweaking. They're out running the streets and then they all usually get locked up for the winter, you know, but it was like in the middle of one of those summers and we had these tiny little, a tree that was like overhung in our backyard. And I remember getting a call from Rosie and she's like, dude, there's some tweaker like in our tree, like <laughs> literally in our fucking tree, like twacked out of his mind, talking all crazy, like, talking to us while we're in our little back patio and he's it's sitting in the tree and i came <laughs> home and i just instantly fucking lit him up with a pellet gun dude oh, nice. <laughs> I'm just like flat, 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 get the fuck out of here motherfucker he's like, like i'm like dude don't let those guys do that because they'll try to get in the house you know what oh I mean? for like, sure 100 percent. you gotta fucking you gotta stake your claim man like you know i had like it was like me and my wife another girl fucking a couple guys that just weren't you know they weren't with the business like i was you know what i mean and i came home and lit him up with fucking pellets dude. just <laughs> stop, 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 and fucking trees hammering out of there you know like fuck <laughs> nice, man nice. no i mean you know it's part of living man i remember there was a time with uh uh tyler castro you know tyler no of course where he was telling me that because he lived right on whippoorwill and he was walking to 7-eleven it was like one in the morning dude and he fucking hears a bunch of gunshots start to go off. So he fucking starts running, dude. And he's just booking it. And he looks over and he's running next to the dude that has the gun. And he's like, <laughs> fuck. And he just, he told, he said he dove like into the trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> way. It's like, ah, fuck. You know, oh, man. Pretty, pretty good shit, dude. But yeah, it was fucking wild times over there in Montavo, man. Oh yeah. yeah. I remember one time I was living in like in uh Hollywood, like off of Sunset and Western, like super ghetto area. And like um uh I lived upstairs in an apartment and um there's like this drive by that happened next door in the, the next building and uh the cops kinda of block off like each side of the street. There's a my buddy Nate um from Shattered Badges actually was visiting me, but uh he couldn't come oh, okay. in so it was blocked off. And um so I walk outside and I see some guy sitting on my stairs mm. and he's like, Hey man, can you like 
walk out there and see if it's like the coast is clear. And I was like, I kind of put two and two together. I'm like, maybe like this guy was the guy that got shot at or shot at the house, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of walk out. I'm like, yeah, I do. The coast is clear. And like, he like jumps the fence. And I just see like this cops tackle him right away. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, okay, I got to move out of here whoops, now. <laughs> whoops. Yeah, dude. Um, the day we moved into Montalvo, we were the first people that moved in there. It was me and Tony Lopez, uh, you know, you know, Tony Lopez. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Anyway, me and him like moved in together, right? We got an apartment. It was a five bedroom apartment, dude. And there could be two people legally on the lease per room. Right. So at first it was nice. It was like five of us. It was good. But the day we're moving into Montalvo, right? Like, um, uh, uh, we're trying to get our couch in the fucking place and it's a tight little corner. And I'm, uh, he's on the outside, I think. Yeah, he's on the outside. I'm on the inside, right? And uh all of a sudden, he hears like, hood, 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 and like six or eight fucking cops with shotguns and and like AK or ARs are hiking right next to our, our door to like chase someone through the neighborhood. And fucking Tony's like, oh! <laughs> he's like trying to shove the cops in the house as hard as he can. He's like, Poor fuck, guy. dude! The cops are looking at him. He's like, we're just moving in! You know, he's <laughs> screaming because I'm on the inside. I can't see. I just know that he's shoving and fucking screaming, you know? So finally, I put the couch down. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I look and just cops are chasing this dude. Fucking like eight of them, dude, are fucking chasing this guy through the neighborhood. And I was like, oh, that was day one. You know, I was like, well, this is going to be one. Day one, man. Yeah. It's crazy, shit, dude. Poor Tony, uh, he's like the sweetest guy too. I know he's such a sweetie, dude. But uh, yeah, I fucking you know, we lived together for years, man. We lived together for fucking years. I remember to go to the Kenji Shack a long time ago. I know. Yeah, so I keep cool trying to get Kenji Instagram. to come on the pod, but he won't do it. How come, man? He's just like he's, I don't know. He says he's embarrassed. But go, Kenji, if you're listening. <laughs> Fucking suck it up, dude. Come on. He's like, yeah. I don't have nothing to say. I'm like, you're such a liar. Get oh, he has a lot to say, man. I've, <laughs> yeah, I've been to so many cool shows and parties at that place, dude. I know. I want to do a whole fucking episode about the Kenji Shack, man. That was some That's wild it. shit over there. For those of you who don't I've know, seen... the Kenji Shack was is literally, I don't want to blow up his spot, but he has, you know, it's a beautiful fucking farm. And he had this shack that people fucking lived in for years, dude. And we would do outdoor shows there. And it was awesome, man. I mean, it was like pure awesome Oxnard at its finest. I mean, couches were getting lit on fire. It was like no holds bar over there. <laughs> that was Halloween awesome. <laughs> shows. You remember the Halloween shows over there? Oh yeah, dude. They were nuts. Kangers, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, man. And anyway, it was a great time for fucking Ventura. I mean, back in the Kinji days, you know what I mean? The early glass and ashes days. I remember, oh, I, was, I forgot how old I was, but um, this was years ago, years ago, like, uh, this pad in Satakoy. I don't know if uh, John Carrara used to live there or something. Oh, or yeah. Was a, yep. That big farmhouse. Was that the 86 house? I'm not sure no. what it was. But, no, yeah. it was off Wells. Yeah. I live right by it. Okay. I remember yeah. going to some really cool Halloween and like uh, shows and parties over there. Yeah. I remember the Annihilation Time did a Black Flag set. I wasn't at that one. Oh, you weren't? It, dude, no. that was nuts. There was like five, six hundred fucking people there. Yeah, I it think I not, saw like I Mission Twenty Third at like a show there, or some shit. Right. This is how like long ago it was, you know. Yeah, that was at least fuck fifteen years ago, probably. I remember the, the costume that I wore. I was a strawberry. I was an Oxnard strawberry. <laughs> like, it was like yeah. a big poofy strawberry and shit. And <laughs> everyone knew like right away, which is cool. <laughs> Dude, my my a couple of my buddies that night went. One of them went as a little David. Uh, went as a pink taco, and the other one it was like it was like he was like a taco, but he spray painted it all pink. 
that looked like a giant <laughs> pussy. And then uh, my other buddy was like a giant penis. And uh, there's a picture somewhere of them together holding hands while cops are like right behind him. And they're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Dude. Yeah. The Classic. Halloween shit was awesome. It's always awesome out here, man. Yeah. Then then everybody became dads. And parents. I know. Well, you know what, man? We did a pretty good job holding down shows for a long time with the cover bands, you know? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do you did you ever do any of the cover bands for Halloween? So uh we threw a show at the Buckhorn. Um uh-huh. it was a Halloween show, and like last Friday we were supposed to do a bad brain set. Right. And um I forget there's like a I think John Carr was in a misfit set or whatever. But yeah. uh I remember <laughs> Ryan and Brady got like an argument. Seriously, right where we're on stage, about to hit the first chord. No and way. And just like they just both like walked away, and Dude. like <laughs> we didn't even get to play. It was so oh, dumb. man. Well, <laughs> I remember us playing a show, and I I swear to God, it was there, and we did do Bad Brains. It was us. It was me and Josh and Maddie and someone else. And fucking Maddie could not get the lyrics down. And I swear to God, I thought it was you that jumped up and helped sing some song. Probably. I, yeah, it was, it was like, cause Maddie, little Maddie Critter was just like, you know, it's a lot to remember. And he just didn't take it serious at all, but we had the music like down. And I swear to God, we, he quit singing and you fucking finished out a couple of the songs with us. I'm actually wearing a bad range shirt right now. There you go, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, my um, band of all time. Are they? I was going to ask. I, I mean, do you, if bad brains is it. Well, like, uh, what really, this is what got me into punk rock. Like, I grew up in El Rio as a little cholo. I went to a house party and like I remember this band from Real Mesa called Juanita's Kitchen. Okay. Total, total horrible band, but like they're playing the garage and I just felt the energy right away. Wanted to pick up a guitar, but, uh, I remember stealing a mixtape off of Nate from Shattered Badge. Okay. It was like the essentials of punk. You know, I got Descendants, Black nice. Flag, Dead Kennedys, Bad Brains. And I would, I'd play the shit out of that tape just over and over right. and over again, dude. And yeah. Those songs just drilled a hole in my memory and inscribed in my mind, you know. So and that's what did it, huh? That's what did it, man. Were you aware <laughs> of like the Nardcore lore at the time, or yeah, no? it was. Uh, you because were okay. My my all my aunts they work at Costco with Tony Cortez and Don ah, Cortez. Okay, so yeah. they used to give me like tapes. Since this one, like Ill Repute, Bleed was out. It's like one of their like yeah, you know, poppier albums. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Rivas was on guitar or something, right? Um. <clears throat> But uh, I remember my aunt taking me to the living room in Galita or wherever the fuck it was at and seeing my first Irrepute show. Nice. And that just, like, sparked it off. And, like, um, you know, my punk friends will, like, find miss old mystic tapes of, like, Aggression and Dr. No. Then, then it was boom. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Those <laughs> I, didn't are, I, mean... how big, I didn't ever realize how big the local scene was, you know, until, like, I actually got to see it and, like, in yeah. person, you know. Yeah, was the living room the real first show where you were? Do you remember which one it was? Was it the one that was in? It's a church now, or was it the one that was the other? The other one that was in the strip mall. Yeah, I remember there was two locations. There was one like in some sort of plaza, mm-hmm. like a shopping plaza, but I think it was a church. Yeah, so that was the, that was the original one. Yeah, it was like back in the day, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, because that was the first I, show I went to. Um, oh, red. It, yeah, it was. It was uh, the Unabombers. Fucking Patient Zero. Uh, fuck, dude. There was a bunch of bands that night. I remember showing up like I had just gotten into punk and then I was also into like Jesus shit. And I fucking got over there, dude. And Buck, I don't know if you ever met Buck, but um, 
you know. Yeah, I met a couple times. Anyway, he fucking, he zeroed in on me like so fast and ripped me apart. You know what I mean? And just questioned me about shit. And I was like, I was literally 14, 15, maybe, you know what I mean? And not prepared for uh-huh. Buck. But, um, I do remember watching the show <laughs> and I wish I could remember who the fuck else played. Um, it might have been missing 23rd too. But, uh, I it, remember it, it was, it changed it my world. Cute, and dude. then, uh, oh, I bet. I mean, it was, it was this band called The Choice. Okay. And there was an album called Sunday Soccer. I remember I picked up that CD and there was some oi, like street punk band, uh-huh. uh, from Santa Barbara, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was Ill Repute. Yeah. That was one of my first shows and I've ever been to. Actually, the first rock and roll show I've been to was at the Ventura Theater. It was a great white. Nice, dude. Hell yeah. Fucking once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I mean, you I remember, know. I remember I met Tito Jackson the night, too. He was there. No way, really? Yeah. Was, he was, was like at the show? Yeah, I was like 12 years old. <laughs> so rad. But, um, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, the night I moved. Well, like I said, I grew up in El Rio. I used to live in the Arbolitos apartments on Alvarado Street. Mm-hmm. And that was the ones right directly behind Laser Star. Right. So, like, I the Laser like, Star days were awesome, dude. Oh, bro. That was oh. like. That was where I really cut my teeth. Yeah, for sure. The golden years, man. I saw so many great bands coming out of that place, dude. Yeah, man. That's where I first seen, uh, like, hardcore dancing, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, windmilling and shit. They say um, uh, Zarian's the one that fucking did it. Zarian's supposedly the one that brought hardcore dancing, like, hardcore dancing to Ventura County. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know, Charman Zarian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess he um, was like way, way early before anyone else knew what the fuck it was. He knew what it was and, and started doing it at shows. And that's what caught on. That's the lore, at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Zarian. <laughs> yeah. I fucking son of a bitch. That's, like, I, that's one thing about the, um, I don't get it. I don't get the fucking hardcore dancing. Does it piss you off? It pisses me off. Well, this is what happened <laughs> when I first walked in and I saw it. I remember it was a band thing was Eyes Full of Rage. Um, uh, yeah, I walk in, I see like these guys kind of just doing, you know, some crazy windmills and karate kicks and right, shit. And I was like, right. whatever. So I kind of went in there and kind of started slam dancing around, being mm-hmm. a little fucking punk. And some guy comes up to me, he's like, you're interrupting our dance. And he like sucker punches me. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like confused. I was like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I, I didn't realize it was like a straight edge, like kind of militant hardcore show. And right. I was like outside drinking beer and smoking cigarettes and shit. Yeah. You came into the wrong area, I guess. Yeah. And I get yeah, it. Now, I mean, but, um... <laughs> I get it if that's what it is. You know what I mean? But what bums me out as a punk and you know, I was a metalhead first. Right. So I was like already used to violent hits, uh-huh. but a punk was, you know, it's the same tenants right you fucking run in a circle there's just more punches thrown at a metal show you know what i mean but right. everyone still kind of picks each other up and when i saw that shit coming in and i don't have anything any problem with the music or and i understand what it is but it's it it, it is a huge bummer to me like it means that six people get to have a great fucking time and 25 people get to protect themselves from getting karate kicked in the fucking head dude like it yeah, just no destroys kidding. the whole purpose of a show to me like and it really turned me off, like, to going to shows for a long time, especially, like, in that late 90s, early 2000s, where it got really, really big, you know? It was gnarly back then, dude. It was bad, dude. And I didn't fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know, all that Donnybrook shit, like, they're pulling guns and shit on each other. It was, like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it like, all, like, some gangster shit going yeah, on, Yeah, it was you just know? jocks. Jocks yeah. got into hardcore, you know? Yeah. And it's not and all like, of them, you know what I mean? And there's some no, bands right. that I really like, but I it, that shit, re- it still bums me out to this day. 
Now, if I'm at a hardcore show and that's what it is, then that's what it is. But when it's a punk show and you got one dude that's fucking, you know, doing the fucking lawnmower or whatever, you know, picking up change, I'm like, fuck this guy, dude. <laughs> it makes me want to smash him, you know? You know the thing that really grinds my gears about that shit, though? Um, all those straight-edge kids, well, not all of them, but I mean, like, the ones that beat me up, you know? They're, like, totally opposite now. Like, yeah. drug oh, addicts, yeah. like, just, like, totally. losers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> In preaching, jail. <laughs> preaching straight-edge, fucking Xing up their hands, all that shit, right? Dude, I remember one time, like, I was doing some rod iron work uh, when I was doing construction at this place, like, I think it was in Camarillo or something. Hold on, bud. Um, What's up? What's up, Cam? I'm in here doing a podcast. I don't care what you do. Have fun. (laughs) Bye. Kids, man. Yes, bud. (laughs) I can't tell you that right now. I love you, man. Bye. What's up, kiddo? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, kids. Uh, So you're doing some rod iron work? Yeah, and then um, this one guy who was like smoking some weed in the garage and kind of invited us in. He was like, "Hey, you want to smoke?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" And then uh, I looked at he was like had his shirt off and he had like big old like you know se like straight edge tattoo on his stomach. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey man, you look familiar. Did you ever go to like the Laser Star shows back then?" I was like, <laughs> "Yes, yes, <laughs> I did." Yeah. I put two and two together. He was one of the guys that beat me up. Oh, <laughs> He's smoking a cigarette outside the fucking venue. Oh, did you hit him <laughs> with a piece of rebar, dude? I wanted to so bad, dude. I was like, but you know what? I was like, I bit my tongue. I was like, you know what? I'll hit this joint. <laughs> I'll hit this fucking joint. How's that? <laughs> I'm going to smoke it all. Just know that we know you're a fucking sellout. Totally, yeah. dude. In the back of my head, I was like, fuck this guy. Yeah, that's the thing about being young, dude. I mean, there's a reason that, like, teenagers made the best Nazis back in the World War II. Because the world <laughs> is so black and white for us back. You know what I mean? Like, I totally. see it with my kids now. You know, there's there's a point where everything's color and fucking there's nuance and you can play. And then like they hit this certain age, dude, and everything becomes like an absolute injustice or fine. You know what I mean? And it's like, it like it, I think just mentally what your brain's going through with that, maybe 10 to like 13, 15, 16, you know what I mean? Like I could see why, you know, children were ratting their parents out in world war two, you know what I mean? And shit like that. Oh. Like, it's fucking because we're it's, we were all some ignorant fucks back then, dude. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm guilty of it too, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I was a total deep bag. I thought thought that was the most punk rock kid out there, and I still fuck all the other kids, you know. Oh yeah, dude. yeah <laughs> I was that guy. Yeah, <laughs> because remember, we grew up during the insta punk days, right? The poser days, where if you started liking punk, you were a, you were called a poser for the first year until you really actually like. Put in, put in some work, you know, yeah, some yeah, work. Put in, it was like yeah, an apprenticeship program. It was like an apprenticeship program. You were a punk rock apprentice for like a solid year. Then if you Should hung I, in there. I still feel like I am. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All these years. <laughs> I trip out that punk rock is like almost 50 fucking years old, man. I know, man. You know, I I never would have thought in a thousand years this music would have lasted that long. I know? feel like it, I feel like it aged like a fine wine, though, dude. You know, it it's, is. it's still it's... active. It's still the fire's still there. You know, yeah. the angst not yeah. as much as the I mean the golden days, but I mean it's it, it will always be there. Yeah, it will. I think it will always be there. You know. Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask, like, you know, obviously fifth fist fight on ecstasy. You guys always fucking seem to be doing a lot, but are you? I always had the like wondering like god what's the next fucking generation gonna do you know what i mean like we always wonder like oh dude are these guys gonna pick up the torch have you seen i mean COVID aside have you seen that like 
Do you see it still? Do you see that shit really having longevity like that? Totally, man. You Absolutely. really do? Oh yeah. yeah. I'm hearing new music left and right, especially out here in LA. Like, I mean, just it's fucking. There's people crushing it and still doing the damn thing, you know? Yeah. That but not old guys, like, like new guy, new kids though. Oh yeah, of course. Um, yeah. I mean, you see it back home too, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure all your kids are gonna grow up to picking up instruments or maybe uh, following mm-hmm. your footsteps some way or another, you know. Yeah, but uh, it's yeah, just so a, weird how I view it because my kids, you know, I've said it, genres are fucking dead. dude. Like my kids are not, and most kids aren't like dedicated to a genre anymore. You know, I, I built my identity off being like a metalhead and a punk rocker. And my, you know, I see a lot of the younger generation, they don't give a fuck, dude. They like, they like a fucking hip hop song as much as they like a YouTube song, as much as they like a fucking punk song. It's really weird. I don't know how. And you see, I was thinking about that band. Um, I feel you on that. <laughs> what is that new, that fucking band? Uh, they just played Ventura. Really popular, young, hardcore band. Um, Tor- Torino or Torino? No, 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 no. Really, really big. Uh, Dead Heat? No, not Dead Heat. <laughs> <laughs> this is how old I am. I literally was just talking about it. I can't decide if I hate their album or I love their album. It's um, Turnstile. Turn. Have you heard that shit? No, no, I have not heard of it. Right? So it's like, they're like a hardcore band. But they have so many elements that are other shit. Like, and it was like, it, and someone broke it down the other day. It was like, I mean, because they're huge. but And they're like straight, like, hardcore riffs. But then they'll break into, like, stuff that almost sounds like 311. It, it's fucking weird. And then someone was like, yeah, dude, like, imagine if you grew up now. And you didn't understand that there was a difference between like an, a 90s hardcore band and a band that was like a not as hard. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. it's fucking weird, dude. Like there's keyboards and I, I've listened to the album a couple times <laughs> and I can't tell if they're geniuses or I hate it. Like, you know, like, cause for me, it, it blends all these genres that should never be, you know, and it's not done bad at all. It's done like really well. And, but they're young kids, you know, and I, I just trip on it, dude. Yeah, no, I've seen a lot of freaking young talent still coming out, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I don't I'm, know. I mean, that's talent itself. You can you can mix a whole bag of genres into one, you know. And, right. And if you do it, you can do it well. That's pretty fucking brilliant, if you ask me. Yeah, but it's fucking <laughs> weird. It's like, I don't know. You know that band fucked up, right? Oh, yeah. Remember, like, how big they got? They, they, they seem, they like look, seem to me like they're going to be the new fucked up. Like it, the singer's not nuts or anything, but it's like <laughs> that. It's like odd. It's fucking odd punk rock and odd hardcore. It's really weird, dude. And I can't like, I can't put my finger on what it is. I don't know, man. I, but I think it's just, I'm getting old. <laughs> it's they're like Mel, Mel, uh, dick hardcore. Maybe, but maybe, <laughs> you know, and it's also like, maybe it's not for my old ass. You know what I mean? Like the music's not for me, dude. Like that's what that's the the one thing I like about young music. It's like, yeah, it's not for you, dude. It's for young people. It's not for your old ass. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe they'll come up with an album that will suit your uh, your liking. Well, I don't. I don't <laughs> think like ass. I don't think like that anymore. I'm pretty like I've become so much more open to everything now. Like I listen to fuck every. You know, the, my 16 year old self would be pretty um, bummed out on me now you know what I, mean? like, <laughs> I think you know what i mean like with the things i listen to you know i was like right 
you know, live and die by fucking metal for my whole life. And now I'm like over here listening to Kanye West's new album. <laughs> oh God, no. I mean, I don't know. I just listen to it. See what it's like. What's all the hoopla about, you know? <laughs> Give it a go. I mean, you know, don't knock it till you try it. Right. You know, a lot of Jesus in that bad boy, dude. Fuck. There's a lot of Jesus songs on that one. You know? <laughs> Crazy. Do you listen? You don't, do you really just listen to punk though? I mean, you don't listen to no, much I listen else. to everything, man. I mean, I, I love like, 80s new wave dark wave like dotty shits hardcore i mean if it catches my ear i'll listen to it yeah know? do you have a guilty pleasure like something that you absolutely love that no one would ever duran duran is it? that's not <laughs> yeah that's good i mean but that's kind of you know you know everyone our age has to know some duran duran and like duran duran should they better <laughs> yeah yeah that's true What's up with Fist Fighter? You guys, I mean, are you guys planning on doing any touring or recording anymore? What's going yeah, on? With you guys? Um, well, we just released our third seven inch holes is on my brain during the pandemic. Uh, we that's kept, fun, that's, huh? we kept, yeah, we, we kept busy just making shit fresh, putting things out, selling merch, making new t shirt designs. Yeah. Um, working on a compilation. Bikini, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shopping for that guy is pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> <Dude>. um, <laughs> What do you call it? Uh, we we're gonna we're writing a new record for an LP. We want to put out for next year because we're going on tour in Japan uh, next September. Damn, really? Five victims. Yeah, we're, we did two West it. Coast tours. We're like, fuck it, we're just gonna go to like just go balls to the wall and go to Japan, dude. <laughs> how's that? We're I mean, obviously COVID willing, right? I mean, I would assume. Like, if I would assume, hopefully COVID's done by then. Oh right? yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. I, if it if it ain't it ain't, at least we uh try it, you know. Are you booking it yourself? No, so we have a uh Mike, Black Mike. Yeah. Sure you know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. helping us book the the tour. Um we we're taking hiding inside victims with us. Mm-hmm. So between everyone's like, you know, contacts out there, we're yeah. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Well I know Stalag did pretty good out there, dude. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking A. That's badass, man. I mean, I, are, have you ever been out of the country? Like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I proposed to my wife in England. No, um, no, I meant like playing music, though. Oh, have you ever no, not out of the country? Not yeah, because I haven't either. Yeah, so. I haven't either, man. I've, I've done like seven U.S. tours, and I've I've never got – that's my one bucket list thing that I never – you know, I made like a really small goal list for myself. Actually, but, I almost did, but last priority, we're supposed to – we did a whole U.S. tour and Canada with the Beaumonts as like members of right. Big Low Abortions, but – uh. I couldn't make it across the border, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I've been to Canada, um, but, you know, I mean, I want to go Europe. I want to go to Japan. I want to go, yeah, I too, go something like that, dude. I've That's been trying to walk up uh, the guys from over at Rebellion Fest over in Blackpool, England. Ooh, yeah. But um, yeah. I hear he's got to, like, really bark up their tree to kind of get in on, like, a, you know, introduction band, like, stage over there. But I just, like I said, like you said, I just want to go there, maybe play a few other cities after that, like London, Manchester. Yeah. And then fly back home, you know, yeah. call What is the, um, what's the, how long is the tour in Japan going to be? Like a week? Two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Wow. Yeah. So we're doing two weeks. We're going to be out there for two weeks, but we're only doing shows like eight shows. Nice. Cause we want to like, you know, some, some time, time off, do some touristy shit. Yeah. That's uh, the way to do it, man. Yeah. We're all going to take the bullet train to each city. Nice. So we're going to have like, you know, just fully backline tours, bring our guitars and cymbals and snare and all that shit. Yeah, man. If, I, they're going to like Ed out there. I hope so, dude. <laughs> sure, dude. So I don't, I don't know if I ever told you, but I, at that, uh, a couple of years ago before COVID, I took them to the Nard, the Nard Bowl, right? Uh-huh. And it was dad brains was playing. So I brought the kids and you guys were playing. 
Oh, that's right. And I, I made sure, <laughs> I made sure that my kids were fucking standing there watching you guys. <laughs> so, you know, they're like, they're, I mean, 12 and 10, you know what I mean? Right. And, and <laughs> I start playing, dude. And all of a sudden the clothes are coming off. And I remember my daughter's face. I go, Hey, look at the singer. And she looks and she's all like her <laughs> face was like, I just broke pure innocence. Like, <laughs> she's like, what is he doing? I'm all, he's a bad motherfucker, huh? She's all, Oh my God. <laughs> you know? Oh man. It's, it's like mixed emotions sometimes that shows like people are like 90% of the time, people are like screaming and cheering like, hell yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And of course you get the other people that's kind of like their, you know, jaw drops to the floor. They turn around, shake their head and walk away, you know? Yeah. And that's fine but, too. You know what I mean? Here's a funny story. We played this place in Whittier. I forgot what it was called like this Starwood or some shit like that. Starlight. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we're doing our thing. Ed's like had like a, a clothing malfunction. Like he like had these like pants that were like uh, his up whole on the fucking side. career is a clothing malfunction, bro. <laughs> 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 the whole thing. So he like had this thing planned out. He was supposed to like rip off his pants, you know, like a uh-huh. like a Chimadale dancer or some shit. Oh, like like breakaway pants. Yeah, yeah, but like everything came off. His like underwear, <laughs> like his ding dongs hanging out. Like I remember like seeing um. The owner of the bar was freaking out, dude. Just like running around, arms all over the place. Stop, stop, stop. And like pulling plugs out of the wall because they turn off the lights, but we just kept playing, you know? <laughs> and he like dropped to his knees, just like, make it stop. <laughs> How was he? I mean, did you guys get through the set? No, he like. He oh, he like, really stopped you guys, huh? Yeah, he really stopped us and he uh, told us we're banned. We're like, let him fucking care. Fuck this place anyway. Fuck Whittier, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. I mean, it has to have that reaction at some places, right? I mean, yeah. You know, especially, you know, it's so funny too because the line is so blurry. I mean, he is naked. You know, he's basically fucking naked. You know what I mean? Every show. Right. And, and, but then it's like this little <laughs> tiny neon strip is the only thing keeping the whole thing together. <laughs> he gets all excited. Like, uh, I always tell him, like, you know, put on something new every show. He's like, yeah, I just bought some like leopard print thong underwear. I'm like, okay, dude. Whatever. Perfect, dude. Nailed it. <laughs> Yeah, but um, then you know he's a badass singer too. So you know what I mean. Like, you know, if it's if it's a gimmick and he's not good, it's that's a bad. You know what I mean. Right, but he's right, a bad right. motherfucker, dude. I mean, it's you know every time yeah. he, he puts on a show, especially for being so big, you know, such a big dude and for fucking sure. fearless, man. Yeah, I remember one time we played this. Uh, I think it's called the Ritz over in San Jose. It's like a really nice venue. Mm-hmm. We're on tour and like we're, I forgot who we were playing with, but um. Cold Claw, they're really good. Uh, with a bunch of like, black metal bands. So, like, we walk in, there's, like, these guys with, like, corpse paint on their face, just, like, looking at us, kind of like, who are these guys, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was kind of, like, telling them, I was like, oh, great, we got, like, you know, some competition. <laughs> and, yeah. like, we go on stage, and everyone just had a blast, dude. We, nice, like, blew dude. everyone out of the water. We had the best crowd response. Even the black metal guys were, like, banging their head to us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fuck yeah, man. I mean, you know, that it just it invokes that reaction of people, you know. And it is you know, it's the tradition of fucking punk rock, dude. You know, That's right, man. Let's go and do the shot, damn thing and you you release records and we do it well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you released the record during COVID, right? I mean, obviously you couldn't do much. I mean, did you try to shift focus on doing anything other like create like videos or did you guys do anything like that? I want to. I really bad. I really do. Like, there's so much ideas I want to put to the table, but I mean, it's just getting all of us together because we all have crazy jobs and three of us are married. One of us has kids, you know? Yeah. Um, it'll, it'll happen eventually, you know? Like, there's, I want to, I want to take off with this because we're already having a really good response. 
to our, you know, our shit. Yeah. So, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, that's what I, that's what I'm focused on. I want to do videos and, and, uh, I honestly, like, I don't even want to release a record ever again. I just want to do like three song bangers every year and release videos for them. You know what I mean? That's how I've changed no, my whole ahead. entire thing. Cause I don't, uh, we're not touring, you know, all, all three of us have multiple children. We're all fucking old. You know what I mean? Touring for five weeks out of the year is out of the question. You know what I mean? There's just no right. way with jobs and careers. And we're just totally. enjoying playing, you know? So I'm yeah. thinking like, dude, let's just release a few bangers a year and fucking make videos for them and, and see what happens. You know what I mean? Like if we could get on a festival of some sort, then great, you know, but. Oh, totally. I mean, I just keep it, like I said, keep it fresh, keep it moving. You know, you don't have to tour a bajillion cities and whatever, you know, as yeah, long I as think, it's out there and available and something to look at physically. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you're lucky to get, you're lucky to, you want to stay in people's fucking brains at this point. Right. Cause the turnover is so fast. I mean, Right. By the time you do a record and put it out, you're talking a year, year and a half fucking later. You yeah. know, it's like, and then you're lucky. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, who's that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. You know, it's like, you know, and then they get a couple songs and you're like, fuck, man, you know. Yeah, surprisingly, but, our records do very well over, like, yeah. at Soldiers. We sell out of them all the time. That's awesome, man. I wish they keep restocking them. And then even out here, like, record stores always are calling me back, like, we need some more. We need some more. That's that's awesome, dude. I mean, you know, punk punks and metalheads fucking support the scene you know it's rad totally is uh did you guys put the record out yourself or did you do uh on the yeah, label it's all, it's all under my uh diy label etard records oh okay it's all on yeah. etard yeah how's the fucking pressing world going is it pretty rough right now i've had friends yeah, tell dude. me it's rough oh dude. it took forever dude to get them like yeah especially during covid things came to a halt you know a couple times and i was kind of like i went to a new pressing plant um Palomino out of, out of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to go through Rainbow Records. I mean, I loved them to death, but right, I obviously right. went under for some weird reason for like rent yeah. issues or some shit. That's but, sad. um, so I'm kind of like shopping around blindly, uh, just kind of like getting a feel for what's affordable, available, and what, look, what looks good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the next one, I'm probably going to go through somebody else. I wasn't too stoked. <laughs> yeah. Did you start the label just out of necessity or something that you really wanted to do? Uh, kind of both, I guess. A little um, bit of both. Yeah, after we got dropped from Mystic, like I, re- I was like, "Oh Fuck yeah, it, you know? I got some questions about that too." <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, just I just uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I've been playing music for a long time, and I'm lazy and I'm broke, and I want people to do it for me and release it for me. You know, totally, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so for that's sure. why I want. Uh, and the whole Mystic thing kind of fell in my lap, and it was just. It just turned out to be stupid. And then I realized that my heart belongs in the DIY culture. So I was like, fuck, I'm just doing what I always did and just release it myself, you know? Right. Yeah. And I have well, every, but- like, uh, I know where everything's going, all the money's going. I have unlimited uh, creative input on it, you know? Right. And it and it's a better product for yourself, right? Totally, I mean, man. Because, you know, that dude has made a fucking career ripping people off. I mean... You know, there are no end to stories about Moody fucking people over, right? I mean, yeah, I know. I is he listened, still man. alive? Is he still he alive? He's, he's like 90 years old or some shit. Still fucking people over, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so how did it go? Like, what? I mean, do you mind talking about it? I wanted to ask, like, you know, what was it? Where Where did you start to be like, this is dog shit, dude? Yeah. So what really, like, uh, 
what really popped it off was like we had this song called Stab a Klansman. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? Either you change the lyrics or change the name of the song because I guess the KKK is protected by the ACLU. And they were like stressed on getting sued or some shit. And my argument was like, that's funny. You have a fucking copulation compilation about killing cops and shit. I don't want to say how the fuck this is like yeah, any different, dude. you know? Um, That's so wild we, that he would actually record. Was it him or was it someone else no, at the a, label? Some, someone, one of his minions, uh, her name's Candace. Um, mm-hmm. she was the one that like threw the whole contract thing at me and she was relaying the messages that he was telling her, you know? Right. But dude, I mean, for a punk label to want to dictate what's on a punk record is like, that's yeah. weird, man. For sure. And I mean, not yeah. only that, like after signing it, it caused some backlash, you know, with the, with our friends back home and. Right. Well, there's a lot of fucking bad memories from Mystic and, and Nardcore, right? Absolutely, man. And yeah. I, I felt like a total fucking complete asshole, to be honest with you, you know? And yeah. So uh, I'm kind of glad that it, it worked out badly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Saying, like, they're, they're like, they're, they just told me, like, we're going to be back to your material. Like, don't worry about the contract. Just fucking don't talk to us ever again, you know? And I was like, cool, fine, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so that's what spawned you to really be like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to put this stuff out myself. Be, Absolutely. Be done, yeah. And then, and then we put Stab of Klansman on with lyrics and the, the song Absolutely, title on the record. Dude. I mean, <laughs> if I could see, like, if you wrote a song about um a school shooting, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, like, some ignorant, some really actual ignorant shit, like, maybe, you know what I mean? Like, but... I mean, what's wrong with stabbing a Klansman, dude? Nothing. Not a fucking thing, man. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing is wrong with that, you know? Like, totally. You know, it's just, uh, that's fucking crazy, man. I, mean, I know. And, like, I'm a huge Mystic record collector. I, I mean, I still buy the records, you know? But uh, I've always just wanted to have that cute little skull in the bottom left of the, my album cover, you know? Mystic yeah. records. and You should, I mean, <laughs> did you make the E-Tard record a fucking, you should make it a likeness of the Mystic fucking skull. Well, so the first record, I mean, the one that we, um, they dropped us from, um, I don't know if you ever seen it, but on the back, it has like the Mystic Skull, but crossed out, you know? Oh, badass. Kind of like okay. in spite. <laughs> nice, dude. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you didn't get sued over that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, fuck him, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, cause you've heard so many bad stories about that, you know, and, but I don't, it, it's fucked up. I mean, for people to judge you on it because. You know, you're fucking trying to get your music out there, dude. Totally, man. You know, if we fucking made uh, emotional decisions off of everyone's experience from the past around you, none of us would do a single fucking thing, right? I mean, you have to learn this shit for yourself. And I've even in in the shit that I've done, you know, like I found out some hard fucking lessons on people I dealt with and was warned about and like, well, they're not like that with me. You know what I mean? And and sometimes they weren't and it never got to that point and they treated me fine, but they have a bad reputation about them. You know, it's like you can't fucking go off everyone's emotional reaction to everything. You got to fucking do it. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, I you mean, found out. this guy is a piece of shit, though. So. Oh, no, I mean, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. I mean, you know, but, um, you know, it, it fucked you, man. You got to try it. You know what I mean? You got to fucking yeah. do what you can do to get your music. I out tried and I failed. And uh, you know what? I'm, I'm glad I'm like doing it myself you know do you really consider that you failed though no i you don't failed I mean, nothing, like, uh, dude. what yeah, you right. tried and he <laughs> fucking failed there you go That's he failed. you know what i mean he fucking <laughs> failed dude fuck that guy yeah i know well now i have like three records i press myself even a compilation i just put out myself are you just like, doing I'm... your stuff or are you doing other bands and stuff too well i, I released a compilation under etard it's the etardation compilation it's okay. the first volume 
uh, 33 bands, all of California. Let me see if I can find a yeah, please. cover for this. Here it is. <clears throat> so this is it right here. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, okay. Hell yeah, dude. That's badass. It's all California bands? 33 bands, California bands. Beautiful, man. A lot of uh, Ventura County bands, too. I got, like, I Decline, mm-hmm. um, Goat Rhythm. Those guys are really cool. Um, We've been playing some shows with them, dude. We've been playing some shows with those kids. I fucking oh, those, really like them. Dude, they rip. I love those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Kiddo had a, a spotted pass for a little bit, but we're all good, you know? Yeah. And I'm stoked to... Uh, Tongue is back, dude, and uh, you're you're back at it on the guitar and stuff. And yeah, it feels good to play, man. It really does. I mean, yeah. you know, I I really wanted to go into this coming out of COVID with like a huge amount of gratitude. Just I feel so lucky to even be able to do this. You know what I mean? On the whatever, you know, we're only doing it for fun. So it's made it's made this band so much funner for me than the Wrath because the Wrath we were really trying to be on that path. You know what I mean? Like that uh-huh. we want to fucking do something. We, we don't want, we never wanted to make it, but we wanted to be a productive band, you know, and we were in our own way, but, um, you know, with tongue, dude, it's just so much funner because there's really, it's no pressure and it's just for fun. You know what I mean? And I'm having more fun now, I think, than I have in a long time, you know, that's good. Um, which is great, you know, and I just, and I was honestly getting like pretty jaded, like, you know, I'm like, annoyed at playing shows i'm annoyed when people fucking step on my shit and break it you know what i mean it's like i you know i don't i found myself throwing a tantrum like the last time i fucking played a show and i was like embarrassed you know what i mean because oh man you just get you know we all we all get frustrated you know it's like we're not making any money and some dude steps on your shit and breaks a 50 dollar fucking cord and a 200 dollar pedal you know and it's like fuck man like and then I realized at some point it's me. Like it has to be me bringing that out in people because it happens to me <laughs> only, you know, like, you know, I, I invite it. So I really want to like continue being like very grateful and happy and making the show super fun, you know, as much as we can, you know what I mean? Totally. Um, for the ear punishing we're putting everyone through at least, you know? See, I'm the one that brings the pressure to the band. Like I'm such a, perf- I try to be a perfectionist at playing and because uh, that's like, you know, I want it worth my time. I want to like, put a put on a good performance that's memorable totally. yeah you know? yeah i mean good. the performance is number one you know you have to fucking be tight you have to play well you have to have energy you have all those things but you know as far as the pressure we all put on ourselves as punks especially like diy punks is that it we're you know we are our own worst enemies and we're perfectionists and we you know, we can let a single fucking note ruin our night. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you know, I I think maybe that's just being a musician in general, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, I, I just, uh, I've gotten to shed a lot of that over the last couple of years, man. And it's been, it's been really, really nice. You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm never, I wasn't much of a control freak in a band, you know, like I think every, whatever serves the song works, it's whether whose idea it is, all that shit. Like, you know, it's about building the music, you know, and I'm not, I don't have an ego for, it being my song or any of that shit, which there's no room for that anyway. Right. I mean, you know, but, um, but yeah, we are perfectionists in our own right. I mean, it's what drives you to fucking put out your own music. Uh Oh, there she is. No. (laughs) Recovering. She's recovering from the gym. She, she like, she like jumped up like all crazy. Like, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? You okay? Yeah. (laughs) I've learned that women do not like being filmed when they're not ready. Uh, you know, in like 
back in the in the in the uh the pods I've done on Zoom and stuff, it's always uh-huh. like the, the wife's like, no. Nope! <laughs> Hey, sorry, well, she, man. She's like, she's like on her phone with her headphones on. And I, was I like, had something, but I thought of, uh... she's like a bug crawler or some shit. Oh shit! Yeah, that's it. Stop the presses, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a trip, man. I don't know. I'm 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 just happy to play again, dude. I'm really happy. And we're doing this Halloween show. That's gonna be fucking wild, man. Have you heard about that one? No. Where's this we're, at? It's we're doing a Ventura at Gigi's, and it's us and a couple bands from L.A. This band Persecutor. Uh, like a gnarly venom kind of like motorheady black metal band, and then Death Crux from L.A. I don't. They're like a total goth, you know that whatever that goth shit is that's popular right now. Um, but and then we're doing we're doing a Van Halen set, dude. Oh no <laughs> it's way! Be insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we're gonna do. I'm hoping like six Hale, Van Halen songs. Like oh, that's so full sick. fucking David Lee Roth. <laughs> We've been jamming them, dude. And I am, I am so nervous, dude. I'm so fucking nervous, but I'm going full Fatty Lee Roth, dude. Yeah. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be a wild ass fucking night. Fatty Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on all, I need to, need to hit Ed up where he gets his spandex from, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I got to hit him up and see where he gets all his cool shit from, but. I'm sure you yeah. can find somewhere at Buffalo Exchange or something. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, dude. Yeah, but I I want to make the shows fun, dude. I want to make them memorable. I want to make them like oh, yeah. a good fucking time, you know, at this point. So fucking A. Do you guys got any shows coming up or anything? We do October um at the Fresno Punk Fest. Okay. Yeah, it's like a three day festival. We're playing Damn. the last night. Semi headlining too, which is weird. Well, that's cool, man. <laughs> Fuck it. Fresno's yeah. no joke up there, dude. No, yeah. It's soon. Uh, October was it? Oh, hopefully it'll be kind of cool by then. I think it's like October seventh, I believe. Oh, okay, awesome. So coming up really fast. Fuck yeah, man! Are you like doing any other bands? No, I was like jamming with this one band out here for like a second, then they kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> I was too punk rock for them. Is that what happened? <laughs> no, but uh, oh. uh, this band called the Cranio. Like this Mexican kind of a rock and roll punk. They sound like almost like rudimentary Peni, very weird and strange. It was I was like stoked when I heard them. Like, man, can I play a second guitar for you guys? And uh, they're like, sure. So we jammed a couple of songs. I never played a show with them, but uh, they played maybe like three shows, and the band just just disbanded. You know? Oh, okay, yeah. But I mean, uh, I don't know. I would like to if anyone's out there who wants to jam some shit out. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, you gotta. I guess you gotta go to Long Beach for that shit. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, but uh, sometimes I'll uh, me uh, actually me and Shay had this band called Bag, B A G. I was on drums for that band. Shay was on vocals. Uh-huh. We had Digger on guitar and their friend on bass. We played one show in San Pedro at a house party, and the band just broke up after that. That's perfect, dude. That's perfect. You know I mean? <laughs> That's the bands that I want to be in. The bands that play one show and then you're like, yeah, it was fun. That were good. It was actually yeah. a really cool show, too. <laughs> yeah, that's badass, dude. I wanted to record, like, with this band, too. Like, the songs were fucking heavy. It was awesome. Okay. Super fast. But, um, yeah, just nothing ever came out of it. No. Yeah. Well, fuck, man. Well, I mean, constant, you know, I found in my age that I can do a couple things really well. Like, I can give my full attention to a couple things now. And I can't do the whole fucking spread too thin thing anymore you know what i mean like right right and so i I find that it's a much better product when you really have the time to focus on the one thing and put it all i agree for sure well fuck yeah man well um dude thanks for coming on the pod right we already just did a solid fucking hour that was that was easy 
Sweet. That went by fast. I know, man. <laughs> um, so if, uh, where can people find this fight and all that? You want to throw out some fucking. We are streaming on every platform out there. Spotify, Apple, all that shit. Uh, you can find all three records. Um, you can hit us up on Instagram at fistfight on X. That's O N X or at Etard records. Um, you can buy merch, all that shit. We're about to set up a store here pretty soon. Um, yeah, you'll, you'll see us around. Hell yeah, man. Let's fucking <laughs> we'll come to your town. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, hopefully I'll see you around Halloween or something. Come down to the show. It's going to be. Yeah. Well, you definitely will see me around for <laughs> it's sure. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck yeah, man. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be talking to you soon. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate All it. Right. Yeah. Cheers. Bye.